are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Sharkchild, and this is The Dark Verse. Short stories of occult, metaphysical, and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. So here we are at the end of September with the second Dark Verse story of the month. Um, before I get into that story, I just wanted to share that I, uh, among all the things that I do, I've started another website where I am a consultant and I will help self-publishers or indie authors with their books. The website is wakepaper.com. I'm mainly focusing on the um, aesthetics of the book, not on the marketing. I'm mainly focused on people creating professional books because I feel that that is lacking in the self-publishing community. I feel that if you're going to be you know, taking the time and spending the money to put a book into print, you might as well do it right and make it look awesome. So that's what that little side business is about. I'm there. I have some services where I will help other self-publishers make awesome books. And again, that website is wakepaper.com. So if you are an aspiring author looking to put a book into print yourself, um, definitely check out what I have to offer. All right, let's get into this story. This is episode 96 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Lantern and Its Book. While vacationing with friends and family in a remote and beautiful range of densely forest-covered mountains, I made the bold decision to backpack alone into the wilderness for a night. No one else had the desire or equipment to join me. Being an adventurer, I bought a map, found a region I liked, and decided to trek where there was no trail. The journey began as peaceful and reinvigorating. The soft light through the trees and the charming sounds of the birds shaped a magical atmosphere that spurred on the best of moods in me. It spurred on a vigorous pace as well. I felt led to certain directional changes like a muse guides a rider. My uncharted path was art, and my feet were the brushstrokes of a wondrous creation. In the midst of this outdoorsman's stupor, I neglected to pick up a foot as far as it needed and caught an outcrop of rock. I lost my balance, stumbled over the side of a crag, and fell upon ground that gave way beneath my impact sending me into the darkness of a hidden cavern. Something sturdy, but just brittle enough, cracked as my momentum came to a halt. My side was badly bruised and it throbbed in pain. I caught my breath and stood up to let the light above illuminate the setting. 
before I was able to let my eyes accumulate the information around me, the predisposition of having to do something swept over me. There was something here in this clandestine cave that I had to do. I knew it without reason, and it coerced an anxiety that disconcerted me. An odd skeleton lay at my feet. It was human, but it was wrong. At first glance, it appeared as if the whole person were turned to bone, as if it were a sculpture of a human in bone, but a quick inspection of the broken head where I fell revealed that it was hollow and that only the outer cast was bone. It did not seem real, but the death of it was thick and in the air. Held in one of the skeleton's hands was a lantern. When I saw it, the impending feeling of action ignited fiercely within me. The lantern was what I needed. Without hesitation, I took a loose rock the size of a fist and hammered the hand several times to finagle the device free. The lantern was crafted out of black metal and had four prongs, like converging claws, that arched from the four corners of the upper surface of its base to a point a half a foot above it. The tips of the prongs did not touch, creating a shrine-like containment area. Spiraling up and around the claw-like arrangement was glassless framework that connected to a lid with two curving horns protruding outward. The horns were hollow and had vents at their tips. A large circle handle was connected atop the center of the lid. It was not a typical oil or candle lantern. It was a lantern used in conjunction with books. A lantern that, as fuel, simply and inefficiently burned a single book that was placed in a slide-out base compartment with a centered aperture at its top. I would not have known the lantern was meant for books had there not been an unburned tome placed within the base partition. The book there contained was entrenched in an apparatus with four adjustable, bookmark-like dividers that slid between four different sections of the book, pages that appeared to be specifically chosen. This contraption was removable from the compartment so that books could be exchanged. I detached the book from its enclosure and examined it. It was bound in black leather that had a shimmer of jade, and it was written in a tongue not native to me. The strange scripture was handwritten in a geometric language, filled with straight lines and sharp angles, and shapes both familiar and unfamiliar. There was energy that radiated from the book, sending swift vibrations throughout the body that unhinged the nerves. I locked the book back into the cage, slipping the four bookmark dividers through the pages, before returning it into the lantern. The book was ancient, and most certainly a valuable artifact by archaeological standards, but I knew it had to burn, and activate this antique mechanism. This was what beckoned and demanded my mysterious cooperation. This was the culmination of my inspired trek. I eagerly lit a match and slid it into a slot in the base of the lantern. The flame diffused without catching. After several tries and several matches, the book finally gave way to fire. A flame lunged up and out into the main containment area of the lantern through the aperture in the book compartment. The flame danced with a calm and hypnotic fluidity. 
Musty, incense-like smoke smoothly emanated from the outlets at the tips of the two horns, redirected so that its heat would not expel on the holding hand. In its ascent, the smoke transitioned into wisps of jade that swirled down around my body. Incomprehensible whispers then began to penetrate my mind. The sound was not received through my ears, but through my mind, a scratching and then a clawing at the outer boundaries of my skull. My eyes glazed over and my sight retreated into my thoughts. The letters and the words of the book filled my vision and burned into my engrams. The pain was severe, but it was not translated by nerves. It was pain in disorientation, pain in foreignness, pain in obscurity, pain in the unstoppable unfolding of essence. Skin turned to bone, bone to flesh, and consciousness into stasis. As the alteration of my being ensued, a vortex between conflicting realms broke through the grip of time, sending me into the past through this fissure of torn reality. The bizarre skeleton concealed in the cavern was me. I was the holder of the lantern and its book. They were objects forged and written by unknown entities beyond the temporal walls of my universe's existence, lost in a pocket of distortion, touched in this reality only by my hands, and restored over and over in an endless loop. So too was I caught in this loop, my consciousness wandering for centuries before re-emerging into physical birth with the predestination of unknowingly seeking out this lantern and its book, time and time again. That concludes episode 96 of The Dark Verse. You can listen to and or download the past episodes at thedarkverse.com on SoundCloud or on iTunes. If you want to give The Dark Verse monthly support you can do so at patreon.com slash the dark verse that is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the dark verse and if you become a patron of the podcast you will get some bonus content like me giving inspiration for the stories all right that's it until next time all stories on the dark verse are the sole property of shark child and cannot be used for distribution publication or monetary gain without his written consent sleep deeply and remember to love 